Java, this is your last chance. Free us or die. <laughs> this is Return of the Pod. Right, sons, and welcome to Return of the Pod, a podcast about Star Wars and more, where we discuss and celebrate the movies, shows, books, comics, games, and everything else from the galaxy far, far away, and will occasionally journey to other galaxies. Every generation is a legend, every legend is a podcast, and this is ours. I am your host, Disgrace Jedi and Force Mystic Brian Silliman. Joining me are the greatest co-hosts in the galaxy, starting with former Force-sensitive Assassin's Guild member. Member turned droids rights activist Caitlin Bush. Hello there. And the smuggler with a not so secret heart of gold, Captain Matt Romano. Greetings. Here we are on Starbinger Base, Woo. still coming down from our Woo. trip to Gotham Man. last week. And I know, but I, I have some surprises. I feel damp still. Mm. Yeah, I, I have, speaking of damp, mm. I have some surprises for you both. Oh. And this is why, if you if you'll take a little look around the base, I think you'll it's notice bright. some things. There are some curtains being pulled off yeah. right now. Now, one thing that do you want the good news or the bad news? I thought these were paintings. Are these like I thought you were going to unveil some art you for some, us? Some well, art. Well, yeah. yeah, I'll yeah. say this: some... it's not not art. Okay. In a All way, right. it's yeah, very, yeah. Very, very yes, well. Yes, yeah. You're really into that drawn right. art yeah. stuff. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Thrawn. No, but do yeah. you want the good news or the bad news? <laughs> Uh, let's go with bad news first. Okay, the bad news is the the Bryfrost key is destroyed. Oh, um, it's no what? more. What? After Matt's tampering, and Caitlin and I found out after we listened to last week's show, it was a little off kilter. Too much. That, only Matt. Only Matt was aware of it. As delightful as Caitlin's corner was, and we may yeah. do that. It was like having a, a full nutritious breakfast after a month of binging nothing but circus fun cereal. Yeah. It was, you that's, know. That's, but, you could, that's but, one way to you know, it. It was just off kilter and we didn't know. So it's, so, and that's because you touched it, Matt. And that's, you know, the lesson is don't touch my stuff. Yeah. But, so I had to destroy it to make sure that doesn't happen again. But the good news is, hmm. There's a there's a better way of accessing the Bryfrost that is going to be on its way. Wow, so a, it's third way. a third it's way. A third we're, way. We're always inventing yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. always, so always in motion is yes. convoluted devices. Now the okay. good news, yeah. that then that that was actually pretty good. So imagine how so. good this is yeah. going to be. Yep. One thing that's been ongoing is a, is something about a musty scent, and of the old thing, yeah. many of the surfaces yeah. down here in the ceilings are all metal. So I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I present to you ventilators oh. everywhere. Oh, above wow. all of your wow. quarters, above all of your stations, Isn't Captain's that- Corner <sighs> itself has a couple, and they're on right now, mm, ventilating air, fresh, fresh air, air uh. constantly through, directly from the surface. I just directly had the first surface. fresh breath that I have taken in months. But did you, yeah. did, if I recall, right isn't the, the the surface of this planet like a little swampy and buggy? And uh, It is. That's mm. why they're being it's refreshed. It's better oh, than the cave. It's better than the cave. Yeah, got it. There you go. being ventilated, yeah, and there are it. also some evaporators, so Ooh, yeah, evaporator. some of that moisture there you go. Now we're going to be language. able to drink yep. also. Mm-hmm. Now, another <laughs> surprise, Matt, you said, are they bright, are they portraits, or what? You've been not liking the lack of windows. Well, thanks to a big discovery in terms of this entire planet that are revealed next week if you look through your captain's corner with right now what do you see a window. portholes directly <gasps> to 
to the surface. It actually, Caitlin, no. It actually can be a beautiful day in the cafe it's corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Over it's there, so, by, so by where your section, it's Caitlin. So nice. It's so another, beautiful. Another window. There are going to wow. be windows all around, Sunshine. sunroofs and everything. Wow. And yeah, there's quite some distance because we're quite a ways <laughs> underground, but this is a way to do it. It's part yeah. of the magic. And this is, that's this not is great. All. This is really there's great. There's a stealthy third gift. Okay. You mentioned the surface, and mm-hmm. this is mostly a Caitlin thing, oh. but I know this is something that she's that she's on about. Now, mm-hmm. rest assured, mm-hmm. I haven't tampered or anything else. I did nothing to it, but mm-hmm. I know that for reasons, the, the ruins of the Porg and Dagger are still above us, in case we forgot. Of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. I haven't installed them yet. I'll leave it to you. If you want them installed, you can, but for reasons that you may or may not want, and next week may become apparent, I have portable shield Generators <laughs> direct from William Sonoma. There we wow. go. Wow. That can go around the entire Porg and Dagger. And you want people to come in, they come in. You don't, you just turn those on. Wow. And in case anything happens to the planet, turn those suckers on. The Porg and Dagger is safe. So any remodel that you do, marriage or mortgage or Porg and Dagger, that bar is not going down again. How's wow. that sound? Wow. Brian. Thank you. This is this is truly the greatest gift you've ever given us. Here. Look at this on yeah. on Return of the Pod. Yeah. So I, I I I've I've heard your concerns that I know that you know that it took a little while. Okay. But the base is is up and is still up and running. Where good stuff's going on. It took yeah. a little while. Skippy, yep. isn't that exciting? Oh yeah, Skippy. Now yeah, on Skippy, yeah. I, I've communed with Skippy through the force. Now that you are a very older. busy guy, Brian. You've got a lot yeah, going that's, on. That's why you've hardly seen me this week. <laughs> Let me you. just tell you, Skippy wants everyone to know that their their full name is Skippethondra. <laughs> I like this. Really? Oh yeah. wow! They they made sure they wanted me to tell mm. everyone that. And if if you guys think that's impressive, just wait until next week because I this is all part of a bigger discovery okay. that I have. It's this this planet. There's a reason why our journeys keep bringing us back here, and more that's will be fair. Revealed. I'm suspicious. I, I'm man. But you've given me a, a shield <laughs> yeah. that can keep people out of my bar, so I'm going to keep trusting you. Exactly. So as you should, as I say again, <laughs> and, when, and windows when, and ventilators. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when, when it. has old man Silliman <laughs> ever steered you? This wrong? all yes, sounds Gibby. very Who's good. Ever yep. driven yeah, us wrong exactly. before? Everybody got that? So we are recording on Thursday, April first, twenty twenty one. Did I get that right? Nope. April Fools. No, you did get it right. <laughs> uh, did I get it right? Oh, did I get it right? I, you did. I'm you very did. proud of you. You did. Okay. <laughs> That's like four week, weeks in a row. That's a personal best. It's the incredible. plan was to discuss the two seasons of the Gendy Tartakovsky Clone Wars micro series, which by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be available to stream on Disney+. Plus. Now, we're mm-hmm. still going to talk about it. But we're going to talk about it later in this episode. Yeah. It is still going to be in this episode. We're going to talk about it later in this episode. We didn't expect Disney to drop a brand new trailer for Star Wars The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. So we're going to give the entire main discussion over to that two-minute trailer. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yay! You know what? Like, honestly, we need a bit of a break after last week. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, last week was a little, uh, listen, I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. It was, a, we went deep. We went, uh, we, we, we talked a lot. lot. Yeah. We went deep. <laughs> Let's talk to him. Let's go. 
But this is good. I'm very excited to get in there. Yes. Yeah, and there's a lot packed yes. into this two minutes. And, and because, guys, it's time to start getting excited about Bad Batch because it's yes. coming. We got to rev those engines, baby. Yeah. We got to yeah. get started. It's coming. It's, it's coming to <laughs> knock our butts flat. I don't wow. know what that means. But so we're giving the whole main discussion over to that. And then we will get to the, the Tartakovsky series in a little bit. But before we even go there, there's some hot, hot, hot casting news. For Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi! So, let's go over to Caitlin for some news on the march. News on the march. Why, thank you, Brian. So, as our good Mr. Silliman has mentioned, we got some amazing casting news for the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which I will never just not call it the Kenobi show I feel <laughs> yeah. like just yeah, like Kenobi yeah. the Kenobi Sorry. show I like right. that yeah. and yeah. you know in the past we have welcome learned welcome to the Kenobi show the Kenobi <laughs> show we, we have learned that uh, obviously we're getting our lovely Ewan McGregor you know happy birthday to him this week of course it is mm-hmm. his birthday oh happy birthday Ewan yeah. um, and we are also getting Hayden Christensen back mm-hmm. as Darth Vader which is going to hurt deeply my brother, Anakin. I loved you. And also, we, we've, you know, we know some of the directing and writing team. And we also previously uh, learned that Indira Varma uh, was going to be a part of the show. But we got a huge, huge swath of confirmations from Lucasfilm this week. So I'm just going to run down them and maybe kind of mention where you might know them from. Awesome. So first of all, we have Moses Ingram who you might know from The Queen's Gambit, pretty popular this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely lovely human being. We have, of course, Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Pierce uh, returning as Owen and Beru, I would assume, because yeah. they are the lovely folks who played them in the sequel yeah. trilogy. Uh, okay, good. I'm glad to confirm that. So I would that. hope <laughs> that they are returning as... It would be really weird if they weren't. I <laughs> would hope. the show, it's like, oh, we just look exact. It's like, yeah. What if they're like Frog Lady and Frog Man? That's like no, the big I mean, thing you, you know don't what? know. You know? Put Frog Lady and Frog <laughs> Man I mean, in Kenobi. Me, why but, not? But yeah. why them? It's like, that, let's hope it's the Lars. There is one yeah. Lars that was left out, but hopefully he'll get some lips. I think one of them is going to be Kleeg. Yeah, that's. but we're going to get to that. I was supposed to. Bonnie. I was already yeah. laid on the cutting room floor, much like my leg years ago. But anyway, okay, Lars, Lars, get back, back where I told <laughs> get you. Out you here, not Lars. Su- get out of here, Lars. You're not supposed to be in the show until Jeez, next week. Come get on, out of here, All Lars. Right. Oh boy, so blew, then, blew his own surprise. Continuing past Owen and Baru's return, which is very exciting, which means we might get a baby Luke, but we're going to mm-hmm. move past that because mm-hmm. there's more to go. We are also getting Kumail Nanjiani. Who's yeah, a personal favorite of mine. Oh, I was so ha- this one. I, w- I was like, I was so happy about this. What a lovely human! You, if it, um, if you are in the the nerd space, you probably know him because he has been a cast in the upcoming Eternals movie and Marvel. Yeah. Uh, but you also, if you liked uh, the film Love Sick oh, a couple amazing. years back, which yep. is just. Oh, it's so good. And Silicon and Valley on HBO. Silicon Valley on HBO. This mm. man is a wonderful writer and a wonderful actor. And as far as I know, just a lovely human being. So yeah. I'm very excited to have him in this space. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't because of Eternals, didn't he have to, he had to get jacked for Eternals. Yeah. But then because of the pandemic, he had to stay jacked yeah. far longer than one would necessarily stay what jacked. A as far as I know, yes. Yeah. Which like... <laughs> 
Good for him, man. Yeah, yeah like, good seriously. for him. Good for Emily Ooh. V. Gordon. Good for everybody that knows Kamel. <laughs> Kamel, open invitation, man. Come on the show. Come on the show anytime. Are you dumb f- listening to yourselves? Because I am, and you are dumb. And f- and then I say we also have to talk about uh, Rupert Friend, who mm. has been in many things, but I especially know him as Mr. Wickham. And what about Mr. Wickham? Mr. Wickham. In Pride and Prejudice 2005. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, boy. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do some heavy lifting to separate. I got yeah. a lot that. of thought. I love Pride and Prejudice 2005. I, oh. It's a comfort movie of mine. I watch oh. it probably about once a month. Good to know. Yep. I know this man. It's going to take a long time to. <laughs> you and I, I don't know if you and I have ever will ever bond over something more, because let me right. tell you, it is a comfort movie of mine, too. And it's one of my favorite. It's, it's my favorite version. I'm not going to say it's the best because it's there. there there's, there's always this is going to devolve quickly and Matt's going to cut it. So I got to keep it brief. <laughs> I, I, nothing against Colin Firth and Jennifer Ely. I love like, them. You but there's something you about Colin Firth. But yeah, yeah, there's something about this one, uh, about it the hits. one you're talking about that I love. And in terms of it being a comfort movie, I have a list on in my digital movies called Emergency. And it's when I'm in a really bad mood. It's movies that. Put these on and he'll calm down. Like the first Brendan oh, we Fraser see mummy the list. And, and things like that. And right at the Great top list. is that movie. It's such <laughs> a good movie. And I'll tell you, I hate Mr. Wickham, Mr. Wickham. in Mr. any Wickham. version of Prime Prejudice with the power of a thousand sons. And I just want Mr. Bennett, Mr. Bennett, Mr. Bennett. I want Mr. Wickham to get kicked by a horse in the head so hard that it just flies off. It's going to take some work to not see Mr. Wickham. Mr. Wickham. When Rupert Friend comes on the screen. And, you know, he's been in several other things and he's lovely, things, I'm sure. Things, but, yeah. but, I mean, yeah. but once once you Wickham, there's no coming back Since from that. 2005. Once, once a Wickham, always a Wickham. Continuing on. Frickin' Wickham. Mr. Wickham. We have the wonderful O'Shea Jackson Jr., uh, who's yes. probably best known for Sierra Compton and the fact that he is also the son of the wonderful Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Talk about something they could use on Tatooine, huh, Matt? Yeah, an Ice Cube? Wow, look at that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Because it's a desert it's planet, a desert, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's okay. Hot. All right, excuse me. We got uh, Song Kang, uh, who yes. people 100% know him best as Han from the Fast and Furious series. Yes, he's yeah. an icon. He's icon. an icon. Icon. Mm-hmm. I thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> Cars. <laughs> Cars racing. Family. I don't have friends. I got family. We have Simone Kessel, and gentlemen, correct me if I'm wrong. I know that she, she's a New Zealand actress, but I'm not super familiar with any of her other work. But I'm excited for this to maybe be the first big thing that she's done, because what a cool thing to all of a sudden become known for if you haven't done anything else yeah. that's really like sticking in people's minds immediately. That This is one way to break out on the scene. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like to be in the Obi-Wan series. Yes. Lord. I'm looking at, at her at credits and I don't think I've seen her in anything. I know for a fact, Caitlin, though, you must have because she was in at least one episode of Criminal Minds here. <laughs> 
<laughs> Everyone's been in an episode. Everybody of Everybody has a revolving Brian. door. Um, um, excuse me. Not everyone has been in an episode. You're just of mad Criminal that you Minds. haven't been in an episode of Criminal. I'm not Minds. mad. I'm just saying she was on it, so that maybe is where you know her from. You're calling back to the fact that I watch every single season, every single episode of Criminal Minds during quarantine. Yes, I you did. Ha- Can't say I'm that not, I remember her. I'm sure I'm she was not wonderful. Judging. Though. I'm just referencing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and finally, 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 we. This one is the one that probably surprised me most. Uh, Benny yeah. Safdie, who is most known for being a director he directed good time and uncut gems yeah and like okay that's, that makes like, sense good, now good, okay the director like, of uncut yeah. well, no, gems no, is, it makes sense it no because i kept seeing him credited with uncut gems and i was like who was he in that movie no he's and, the he's the director like he's wow the okay. mastermind. Ah. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the author of all your pain james <laughs> please give me another shot we can't can't talk about that movie. We can't talk about this it. This is a family friendly yeah. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I mean, good for him. That's fantastic. But that was yeah. the one that, as soon as I saw his name on this list, I was like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah." Like, good for you. Cool, man. Maybe he's playing a like. I mean, I mean, not, I'm I'm not to jump ahead or anything. Kate, I don't want to get ahead, but like, who who hmm. these characters are are possibly playing? Like, maybe this guy's playing like a, I don't know a droid or something. Directors usually play droids. That's, that's true. I mean, you, know? you could have Do a ty- you could have a Taika moment. <laughs> yeah, you got a Taika you know? moment. You know? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Taika. <laughs> What's I my guess, one example? <laughs> Richard Ayoade has directed. I guess. Yeah. So that yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a little a little small to build <laughs> I'm your kingdom a jump on, there. But, but okay. But uh, so that's I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. We, I know in the future we have plans to get into this stuff a little yeah. bit more. I'm not going to say much more about that right now. But mm-hmm. thank you for joining us on News on the March. Wow. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Exciting. And and yeah, we'll get we'll get into more. Who's playing what? And somebody said they had a lightsaber. And oh, my God, is it yeah. blah, 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 Could be an Inquisitor. This could be young Ahsoka. Or they could be Matt if they're an Inquisitor. You know what they would be? <laughs> they, they would be a, a blue milk farmer. <laughs> oh, no. Sounds, I mean, no. Red blades. Oh, red blades. Red blades! Tatooine this Sunday. Outside the cantina. Obi-Wan series drinking blue milk this Sunday. Monster trucks. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going to jump into the second trailer for The Bad Batch. They call themselves The Bad Batch. It's a trailer, so there won't be much use for the cannon cannon, but we have it standing by anyway. If we have hot takes along the way, we'll sound the hot take alarm. And if anything really blew our minds, we'll let loose with a seismic mind charge. As I've already said multiple times, this is a, this is a trailer. It's a trailer. <laughs> so we're going to dispense with the spoiler klaxon because just, you know. It's a trailer. Watch watch yeah. the trailer. Yeah. If you don't want to be spoiled, it's like two minutes. Watch the trailer first. It's not long. You can find it on YouTube and in <laughs> many, many other places. So watch it if you haven't watched it already because what is there, Caitlin and Bush? I don't know why this would concern you, but there's a clear order in which you should watch Star Wars The Bad Batch the official trailer, and then listen to our podcast. That's right. It's an official trailer. And did you yeah. think you were free of me for the episode? Oh, no, no you are not. My train is going to go right through the He's bad there. batch. And Ooh. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Moses Ingram and <laughs> Sung Kang. And you think Han could drive? Wait till you see me drive this locomotive. Woo woo. Okay, here we go again. Punch it. Punch it. 
Star Wars The Bad Batch, trailer number two, came out on March 30th, and the series itself will debut on Disney Plus on May 4th, 2021, with a 70-minute premiere. Wow, 70 minutes? 70 minutes. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Yes. You want your Star Wars back? Well, here's seven. Here's May, you have May the 4th be it? with yeah. you. How much do you want it? Here's you want an animated minutes. Star Wars yeah. back? You got it, gang. Yeah. Yeah. You got animated Star Wars on May the 4th. Aye. In terms of writers and directors, all we know right now is that Jennifer Corbett is listed as a writer for the first episode, having previously written three episodes of Star Wars Resistance. As you know, Matt's still going to get around in that final round. <laughs> one, one of these days, we're going to round them days, up. We're going we're gonna <laughs> to rustle up that final episode. For uh, resistance roundup. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, wow, Gee, That was so This good. is a landmark wow. moment for anyone who ever listened to the old show <laughs> and where this stupid bit came from. That is a landmark achievement, yeah, what just happened. She's in missed any it. Case. She missed it. Um, yeah. Sure. Now, sure. It, it, it's over. It's over. It's over now. Yeah. It's over now. Um, Dave Filoni is an executive producer on this series, of course, alongside mm. Corbett, Carrie Beck, Athena Portillo, and Brad Rao. But there's no info yet, at least that I can find, as to who the supervising director for this whole series is. <laughs> now, as we know, Filoni... I imagine that it's Filoni. Right. It's, but I mean, I'm because with Resistance, it was Justin Ridge, right, for some of it. But I'm wondering if he's. We're just assuming that Filoni is kind of going to take point on Star Wars. How so could it not be Dave? So the Filoni star. Got, it's it's, it's got to be him. at least for some of yeah. this. If he's certainly <laughs> overseeing it, but if he's, I'm wondering if he's like the boots on the ground. Right, you know, of the day to day. If not, I would I would think it would be Justin Ridge again, who is more between his work on all the animated shows has proven. Time will tell. Well, who is back? I'll tell you for 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 definite for keeps. No question about it. Kevin Kiner mm-hmm. is back as the composer, which is nice. great. We love him. He wrote the Bad Batch theme. His music for Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So yes, sir, is amazing, and it's. Good to have him back. Now, Brian, is the soundtrack for this trailer available yet? No, the soundtrack, I'm glad you asked. The soundtrack is not out yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. Cool. Um, but Just double if, you, if you want um, the, the, the Falcon theme, one track from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that is out. Yeah, um, baby. Just look up Henry Jackman on iTunes and you'll find that. It's it's um, it's um it's really good. It has Louisiana in the title. It's a good track. Anyway, mm-hmm. so no, for Caitlin, for this show that's not out for at least another month plus, the soundtrack is not out. <laughs> um, so into the trailer we go. We start out, we're on Camino, and we know because it's water and and space station and rain, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's it's Camino. It's, yeah, it's, it's got a vibe. Camino. It's, it's got a vibe. It's not like any other Star Wars planet. And we go got Will Huff Tarkin front and center on the scene saying, A test is in order. Zemir is pants a little ploofier in this. Hmm. He's got his taller boots and ploofy pants. Yeah. A little bit more empirical. Yeah. There's a transition yeah. from the Republic to the Imperial, you know, and, yeah. and it includes a, a pant sizing. The Imperials have more have, yeah. plo- have a more of a ploof above the boot. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like a tall well, boot and, and then and you a wonder, yeah. you know, you, you <laughs> wonder like at what point this scene is taking place. Is this yep. is this post Empire overtaking? And, and so he is wearing his like more empirical garb right. or is it like more is it he's just slowly transitioning? Yeah. I think this is transition period. It feels, mm-hmm. yeah. I I'd, I would have to guess that this is definitely post Clone Wars. This mm-hmm. is after everything we saw in the Clone Wars series, mm. but it's still so. It's after Order sixty six, yep. and it's after Empire Day, but yeah. it's 
as we know, it wasn't just flipping a switch. Right. It, it took some transition. And, and some of that is uh, glimpses of it. You can just kind of, eh, it's kind of going to happen throughout this show, I think. Now, uh, Tarkin, again, is played, um, as always, by Stephen Stanton, as he did yeah. in The Clone Wars. Um, he does such a good job. In he's this got movie. a good Tarkin. Yeah. And it's also, it's worth mentioning that the captions call him Admiral Tarkin mm. here. So he has yet to be promoted to Grand Moff. That he hasn't gotten to We're working uh, on the it. events of the book Tarkin yet, which is a great read if anyone is really hot on all things Will Huff. And that book is famous for also being the first to call Palpatine by his, fir- Palpatine, rather, by his first name, mm. which is Sheev. Sheev. <laughs> so Sheev. curious if, if that was a directive or if that's just something that the author tossed off. A question for another time. Now we see the back. <laughs> And they're called Five Enhanced Clones, and they're training. And it looks like they're on the update and some kind of updated version of that clone battle simulation Ender's Game thing yep. from mm-hmm. uh, the, from Clone Cadets, the beginning yeah, of season three. We've seen three. before. Yep. Yeah, it looks it looks like a li- it's been used a lot since then. It's um, maybe for Jedi Temple Challenge, and you know they took the aggro crag out. <laughs> yeah. There's no more need for the radical rock. But we also yeah. have a Kaminoan is behind Tarkin. It's either, uh, at first I'm like, it, it's Lama Sue, but it could also mm. be Halle Bertoni, the big right. weapons person from this from the Senate murders plot line. Caitlin, do you think there's it, it matters which one it is? or I, I, don't think it, I don't think it matters. It could also be a completely new Kaminoan. That's true. Because, um, I mean, they, they, they are all just beautiful. And my, my mom, when we were younger, loved, loved the Kaminoans because I think she was just like, they're very elegant looking. They're very beautiful looking, but um, the only way that you can really tell them apart is by how they're dressed. Right. So you have it's, to like look very closely. Uh, actually, it's not L- Lama Su is the prime minister. I'm thinking Ton Wee. It's oh, like, Ton, Ton, Ton Wee, Wee is, who's the one who greets Obi. Yeah. At yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> we were beginning to think you weren't coming. You weren't coming. <laughs> now, now, Caitlin, yeah. if did you if did your mom say I would like to see more of that character, and did you say? I would be very happy to arrange it for you. I can't say that she did, but I'm going to see if I can get her to say it now. All right, that's that's the new mission. If and when you get that on tape, we'll play it at the beginning of the show whenever you get it. Now, we see the Batch doing what they do best, of course. They're running, they're gunning, they're destroying these droids. These are like a new class. Not a whole lot of battle droids in this simulation, but they're tearing yeah. it up. More capable than an army. Yet they exhibit a concerning level of disobedience and disregard for orders. And it's like, yeah, did you see their previous arc? That's kind of their whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, right after that, Wrecker screams at them. What else you got? Give me more! Yep. <laughs> Dude's ready to um, go. Yes, he is. Right. As we know, boom. Uh, so Tarkin possibly has the design. I, I thought, okay, Tarkin has designs to control and use this group. Mm-hmm. But and then like in your dreams, Will Huff. Yeah, this right? is definitely like the like the first like few minutes of the episode when they're like still on a yeah. kind of a, on a leash like this. That's what I'm talking yes. about this transition period. It's like they're 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 still kind of in control. And now they're going to realize, no, this is crazy. Tarkin, you suck. We're out of here. Right. Yeah. Which, like Matt, you bring that up. That brings up the question of, you know, did they did they were they forced to participate in Order 66? Like because they were deemed, you know, other because they were deemed uh, just broken. Did they not have that chip in their brains that forced them to 
take care, like take yeah. part in Order sixty six. Right. right. That's and we were, I was going to get to that later, but we might as well go I'm with it now. Yeah, we're getting no, no, it's fine. We might as well go with it now. P.S. P.S. You just brought it up. It's an interesting question because the Kaminoans are like, okay, if it's not perfect, we just throw it out, mm-hmm. right? And or or make it a janitor like ninety nine, yeah. and so oh, they're maybe. considered a little different. So with those, it's like, well, we just didn't bother because they're not worthy or something like that, right? And so do we think that's the case or did the chips malfunction or did they just find a way to turn them off? It's like, mm. they don't seem in this, like they ever, like they don't seem like they had chips. They don't seem like they seem like themselves. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I think um, that, me too. Yeah. That instead of like taking them out or having them taken out, like we saw in the clone wars with Rex and a couple and, um, Rex, uh, fives led the whole thing of getting it taken out. It's like, and, and I mean, in terms of the only one I could see, that we'll get to that might have had one as Echo, but as we know, he was through yeah. a whole thing and he was tortured, mildly blown, electrocuted, like destroyed. Blown up. Yeah. The separatist trench could have, you know, done yeah. something with it. Who knows? I, I, I feel I, like that's a, a thing that they add later into the clones once they get to a certain place, like once they mature into what they want them to be. Something mm, tells me that yeah. that's when they insert them. And yeah. since these clones were never what they wanted them to be, they just figured, oh, they're just they're. They're not yeah, going to be part they're, of this. They're mm-hmm. useless. And yeah. it's, it's like, well, some people find a, one, one, one man's trash is another man's clone warrior. That's nothing. I thought <laughs> that was something I mean, that started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's, yeah. it's, it's an interesting point. I mean, watch. In the first minute, one of them will be like, oh, that was great to killing those Jedi. <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. Thank God, exactly. Thank yeah. God for the program <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I don't even feel bad about it. Let's go. I'll be like, wow, we called that wrong. I mean, but anyway, one of them gives Tarkin this look after he says that. And Tarkin's like, he has this great. And this is where I'm like, OK, this is postseason seven Clone Wars animation because the nuance of this look from Tarkin is great. He's like. All right, they're even for me. They're a little much. He's like, yeah, they're really unrefined. I don't think I like this. I don't think I can contain this. Unsubscribe. So we cut to Hunter, uh, Caitlin's uh, fair-haired, uh, blowing in the Ram- wind, Rambo-esque favorite, man the Raphael here, of this. Of he's, this the, team. he's the leader of the yeah. group. Do you think he's Raphael or you think he's Leonardo? Ah. Uh, Oh yeah, you know what? He's Leonardo because the other guy's Raphael. But we'll it get to it. Doesn't have to be a direct comparison. <laughs> no, Brian. <laughs> these teams only exist in my head as, as and four therefore... distinct personality types. One okay, of them well, loves pizza. I... <laughs> well then, I, well then, I got another question for you later. That's, okay, that we'll just get there. Yeah. In. It's going to be great. Our squad's nothing but trouble, but we get the job done. Yeah, and then man. we see him riding a speeder bike through Coruscant. And, oh, my God. Was it me or was this gorgeous? If I wasn't already looking forward to this show, oh, that yeah. one shot, it's I'm so like, pretty. give me a Coruscant speeder bike night Blade Runner. As as we know, Matt, apparently our hey. entire love of Coruscant is based on Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, and neon but, and smoke. And that's really it. That's all it is. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, 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 it's hot. Loved it. I loved it. This what, am I am I alone or was or was this great? No, it was, it was great. gorgeous. gorgeous. You're not wrong. You yep. Hot clone on a speeder on a hot planet. Come on, <laughs> lots of shots of the batch in battle, and then we cut to a kid who's identified in the subtitles as Omega, mm. who says, "You're Clone Force ninety nine. I have all your action figures." No, they don't. They don't <laughs> they, say that. They don't say that. <laughs> but Hunter is surprised that that this kid knows who they are. But this kid, and this is on the background makes it look like this is on Camino knows them all mm-hmm. he, and, and runs them down. They go, you're Hunter. Who's the leader. Yeah. Right. Echo, 
who's officially on the team. Yeah. Thank God. Who we can say he's officially on the team. He can hack. He can jack. He's got a fake arm that yep. jacks into stuff. He's he's which is really down. the thing that confirms this is taking place post Clone Wars. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's certainly post that arc. And it's like it's. Tar- it's just yeah it, it i think you're absolutely for the right, most Caitlin. part yeah well, then we got tech our our main man with the glasses on glasses who does machines we got wrecker <laughs> who's the party dude let's blow some up yeah. crosshair the sniper with a mysterious <laughs> mysterious past even though they all grew up together whatever it's like <laughs> yeah. he still finds a way to have a this mysterious is just a, this is just yes. genuinely just like that's what i love about this group is that they genuinely are just a a D True. Yes, you just yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just fitting all these different like molds, like, you know. Like like Wrecker is a hundred he's he's like the barbarian who's yes. the tank. Yep. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. You like got the that's tank. what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Crosshair is the, the the sniper, you know, it's yep. the uh mm-hmm. the, the pinpoint, you know, the secret weapon. <laughs> who I think does is he is he shooting and then throwing a knife or is it a knife gun? Could you guys see? I hope it's a knife gun. I think it's a knife gun. I I think we've got a knife gun gun situation here. Screw it. Cannon, cannon, fire. It's about time we had knife guns in Star Wars. I will request a knife gun. I always said that. Yeah. I'll retract that cannon, cannon, if it turns out to not be true. But I really want a knife gun. So, Matt, if if now tech, when we've gone through before, was the Donatello because he does machines. Right. Now, technically, we have Echo, who's part machine. Yeah. Does that mean Echo's like metalhead? Yeah, what a great okay. comparison. Exactly. Right. And for those who don't know, that's Donatello's, uh, you know, robot, te- yeah. t- Teenage Ninja Turtle robot. Of the Teenage so, Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover that we are now doing with yeah, yes, exactly. So as long as we're, yeah, we're always going to apply Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle characters to uh, the show. And yes, I think that's TMNT, a valid comparison. TMNT, the pod. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Cow- <laughs> I made a bunny. So we're back to tar- again. Now, if we just run through our favorites, I don't think they've changed. But I know, Caitlin, you're a hunter. Right. Yeah. No, I, I love the leader and I, I love uh, like characters who have like knife things, knife yeah. things. Well, you're a cool. character with knife things. Exactly. So it's, it's, it goes, so, goes well yeah. ahead. Mm-hmm. Matt, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were you're a, a wrecker guy. Absolutely. Right? Still like yep. a wrecker. Yeah. Yep. All about wrecker. And mm-hmm. I, I'm all about crosshair. Yep. I don't know something about it. I think if any of them had a chip and killed a Jedi, it would be Chris Crosshair. He just it's doesn't true. talk about it. He also just like doesn't yeah. give a crap. Yeah. You know? He would have seen guys around him doing it and then he would just do yeah. it and they'd be like, oh man, the chip. And he'd be like, what chip? Hunter's <laughs> like, dude. Yeah, like, what? It's like, oh, you have a chip too? He's like, what chip? What chip? I don't know. Um, it's worth it's it's worth saying that all of these characters played by D. Bradley Baker, which I think that's the, the exciting time. thing about this series. Obviously, in Clone Wars, we got to see him do so many different clones and play so many personalities. But I think we at least I thought that he had the most fun doing yeah. the this group of, of clones. And the fact that he gets to do this for an entire series now is so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And not just these five, because we're going to see more. Yeah. And so it's just, and they have, and they, as you said, there were episodes of Clone Wars that were all clones, where yep. the voice cast is D. Bradley Baker and Tom Kane is the narrator. And yes. that was it. But with this show, this is a whole show yeah. that's going to that's gonna be like that. So it's really exciting. Back to Tarkin, um, as I said, still referred to as Admiral. He Now he says, I want Clone Force 99 detained and wiped out. So that's an about face. Yeah. All of a sudden he goes, can I use them? Nope. Okay, let's kill nope. him. It's like, yep. 
You really got a one-track mind, don't you? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good soldiers follow orders, as the chip says. And I guess this just leads me to think if the chip was activated, they would. And they go rogue. I imagine they go rogue and start doing their own thing. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. just go. Uh, either they've always been rogue, or they go rogue. You can't. I mean, as we see later guys. on in the series, they meet up with someone who's a very particular rogue. Yeah, oh, slash absolutely. Rebel. That's a very good point. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna go. He goes from wanting to use them to hunting them down. That scans possibly his son bounty hunters after them, which is not a great plan because then. But but maybe it is because we see Fennec Shand played by Ming Na Wen, which Hell is confirmed. Yeah. The galaxy's a dangerous place to be. She's obviously a lot younger here than she is in The Mandalorian. Oh, Mandalorian. This is many, many years before that. The whole go- the whole original trilogy hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Um, n- neither has the whole period between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, to say nothing of the four years after Return of the Jedi before, or five years before Mandalorian. But here she's just started out. Uh, she's just starting out, rather, and Ming-Na Wen has said this. She said she's just starting out and she's hungry. Mm-hmm. She's hungry to make a name. And what better way to make a name for yourself as your bounty hunter than, you know, capturing the bad batch for Mr. Will Huff Tarkin? Yeah, how's that for your marketing? I got the bad kind batch. Of a tall order. No, okay. I'm the one who brought in the yeah. bad batch. Yep. Hey. I'm the yeah. one who did it. It's like, <laughs> suck it. on that, Toro Calican. Can you <laughs> oh, say yeah. as much? Oh, yeah. No, he's right. not back. Don't worry. Okay, he's please. gone. He's oh, not here. Thank you. Um, she's so she's hungry. We get a shot of a colorful, big, stupid Star Wars monster. And yes. I immediately, I can no longer look at one of these without immediately thinking, I wonder what Caitlin thought of that one. It was, it it like was a, beautiful. I can't wait like a, to see one of them try to fly on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, do you think it wants to fly? I believe it wants to fly. It wants to fly. It wants to fly. It looks like a big feathered rainbow bird lizard. I don't know. Yeah. It's got wings. It's got wings. Okay. The batch is on the run through the halls of Camino, and it looks like this kid, whoever this kid it is going with them. Hunter yeah. says, What do you say, kid? You want to come with us? How can I help? We then have a ship battle, a shot of Rex alongside the batch, so we know that Rex is in this show. Rex? Which yeah. is going to be great. We kind of, we figured, but Rex is in the show. And this means, and Echo is, is close by, so we know that Rex will know that Echo survived. Which is going to be I what love, a, I that's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. This is a to do online too. Is people like this means that Rex at the very least yeah. will know that Echo survived. And it I think does at my this heart point, so well. Yeah. yeah, if they were already sans weren't already sans programming, I think meeting Rex, he'd let him in on the whole thing and help yeah. him out. Oh but yeah, I mean, we're not going. We're definitely not going to go through all this whole series with them being programmed, no matter when it happens or what. Yep. Yeah. We see the kid shoot what looks like a night sister bow. You Which is this? very cool. The, the laser string on yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. the heck that has to do with anything, mm-hmm. but it's like that sticks out like well, like a night sister bow. Like a, like a, yeah, out. exactly. It's very cool. <laughs> like though. A night sister bow. I don't know. I don't know who this child is, uh, Omega, but I already love them, and I yeah. would like to adopt them. Th- this kid mm-hmm. has potential tr- child or trash child. This written this, all over. this <laughs> that has true child potential here already. Yeah. Like, and we'll and we'll get to who we think this kid actually is in a little bit because that's for the big mystery of this trailer, yeah. at least for me. And then we hear a voice. This is something I did not expect. The Clone Wars have ended. You can either adapt and survive, or die with the past. And who does this turn out to be? It is our old friend Saw Guerrera. Yeah, but 
but pre-Forrest Whitaker. He's in his Clone Wars era look, a little mm-hmm. older, not yet tur- not yet gone full Forrest Whitaker, and he's being voiced by Andrew Cashino, yeah. who voiced him in Clone Wars season five. So this is a fascinating, <laughs> fascinating. I, I saw this online. It was a meme that's that's going around. Someone's like, Star Wars show exists. Saw Guerrero says, oh, don't mind if I do. Yeah, yeah. Really and we, were, we were just talking about this, like his potential for spinoffs and movies. Yes. And, yes. and here he is. He's going to be right here. Fallen yeah, order. yeah. There you go. Saw. I love that. Not only that he's here, I love that they're they're bridging the Andrew Cashino to Forrest Whitaker with a little more Andrew Cashino. That's pretty and then, cool. And then you wonder at what point does Forrest, Whit- like, will we ever see that point where Forrest Whitaker takes over? Where it's the face yeah. just changes like yeah. it when, when Theoden's, sor- when the sorcery he goes away from theater and he becomes non-ghost-like. <laughs> Forest. Well, well, well. Maybe it's maybe it's his accident, right? It's true. Maybe it is the accident. It's, it, it's the accident. What it gives him is a little breathing apparatus thing. You know, that's going to well, be. We've never seen. We haven't seen. Well, he's gone forest before. He has the the apparatus. We haven't actually seen that yet. I still think it's the Geonosian gases from that thing. Mm. We'll get into, we'll get into we Geonosian we gases. We, 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 don't, we don't want to transition into Geonosian genocide not again. Not today, my friend. Not, yeah. not to what, what do you say to the god of talking about Geonosian genocide <laughs> ethics on podcasts? Not, not today. today. Not today. Anyway, we see another Coruscant chase with Fennec in the mix. Hunter says, we do what we do. We do what we do. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, then a whole Turtle bunch power. of shots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just how it I'm is. Sorry, is how it is. No, I'm no sorry. it's it's okay. Yeah. We should we should just lean into it. Yeah, we did. Then the, 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 the technodrome yeah. comes out, and we got Bebop and Rockstead. No, okay. A whole bunch of shots of the batch kicking some butt. A light whip is seen. One of them catch a light whip. Yeah. on their mm-hmm. arm and I'm wondering it looks like a Zigerian light whip to, to me it looks like a Zigerian light whip it's, it's very cool other, mm-hmm. it's the only other light whip we've seen in animation at least in the Clone Wars era so I'm wondering if it's a Zigerian Zigerian slavers are they gonna show up who knows strap in kid and Bad Batch coming May the 4th perfect day for Star Wars to return as we've already mentioned the Clone Wars Star Wars left ended last year on May the 4th this year it returns on May the 4th we're still in our homes yeah. <laughs> what nothing is gonna changed. be great. Oh, man. nothing okay. absolutely nope. nothing has changed Yay. except for everything so <laughs> questions. Questions, questions for Caitlin Bush and Matt Romano Ooh. yes aside from the we, the the captions say this this kid is named Omega, which means, of course, you both know it means the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. But who is this kid? Who do you think this kid is? I, I mean, I, I I know that there's a lot of um, thoughts that this kid might be the the final clone. Mm-hmm. Um, that final this, fet clone, right? That this right. kid might be um, even the. I saw something about how this kid might even be the the final. Uh, Jedi, the final Padawan who mm. was possibly saved from uh, the from the Jedi Temple by this team. I some part of me really hopes this is just a completely new character that yeah. they pick up along one of their adventures and they save this kid from a planet 
they come across this kid and they're like, you know what? Why don't you just come with us? We're just going to adopt you. And yeah. You're just like going to become part of our weird little family here. And this kid's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I got nowhere else to be. Yeah. It's something that Star Wars never does. Certainly not on TV and certainly not recently. So yeah. it would right. Be of course. Except all the time. Except all I, the time. I, I like the idea of it being a Padawan because yeah. theoretically, we know Shock T was stationed on Camino for one thing to oversee yep. things. Mm-hmm. We still have yet to really get a canonical death of Shakti. So I'm not saying I want an Order 66, which is Shakti. Right. We've yet to really see that. Yeah. What if she had a Padawan there on Camino with her? It could be this kid. It could be this. But then would the kid be? It's like this is my Padawan. Their name is Omega. Yeah, it's a little o- ominous. O- o- yeah, o- Omega Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. like when when Shakti got this Padawan assigned to her, she was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." It's like, like so the the, yeah, the that's, that's your name. That okay, symbol, yeah, that, right. that that, no that pin. Is that a magnet on your head, yeah. or, or is that a pin that you just stuck in there and you just wipe the blood off yeah. every five minutes? They're, they're like, very. What's up the, with that? This kid is very cool looking, though. I love the white hair. I love the the stylization. And I love uh, I love a found family narrative. So yeah. this is just wonderful. Yeah, and it's different from Mando Grogu because yes. it's a whole. I mean, these are you got these five turtles and they're they're yeah, a, yeah. adopting a, right. a kid, which is something out of one of the live action movies. Yeah, but I'll say it's I I. I I, they say the Omega is like the end, the last of the Fets, possibly. But the vo- the look is different. The voice is different. But here's the thing that I, I like about that theory, if you really think about it. It's like pairing someone Omega that's a clone at the end of the line that's probably like the peak of the line, the smartest and the best it's ever been. And mm. then pairing them with like the messed up bad batch of it all. That's you know, a yeah. cool narrative. It's a cool narrative because it shows like like, like the kid's going to be smarter than all of them. Like or or which is or, lovely, yeah. Or or can like or have qualities of all five of them, you know, because she's the Omega, you know. And I love the idea of the Omega. I know that a lot of the time it's it's interpreted as the end, but I also love the Omega as like the greatest, yeah. Or yep. even yeah. the Omega, mm-hmm. if you think about it in terms of Filoni, yeah. So he's obviously obsessed with wolves. Right. And so if you think about the the mm. wolf pack, you think about the alpha, mm. the beta, and the omega, you have the omega who is actually considered to be the outcast and there the wolf go. without a pack. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in those terms, that opens up a whole different yeah. slew of possibilities. That's yeah. really interesting. So it's like, it's like maybe this, this if it is the FET, it's, it's they've finally perfected the FET clone. It's like this is the perfect one. Yeah. But they can only do one. Right, and that's the future of stormtroopers, and they steal they steal her, and and then yeah, they never get to yeah. do that. Yep. That's the, that's yeah. the, this is what all our troopers are going to be, yep. and then they take it, and this is the last we can do because we know the FET enzyme or whatever they had the DNA was running yeah. out. That's exactly. why they kept getting more and more diluted, and they kept getting this happening. Eventually, we know they phase out the clones completely, and they start using, as we know, some the children join up. <laughs> So the children, the children they, of the galaxy. I just use the children. <laughs> um, no, but either some some enlist, and then yeah. after a while they're just conscripted, and that's why stormtroopers don't shoot as well as clones. Right. I'm wondering if we're going to start seeing that process or the seeds of that process in this show as to well, here's why they have to yeah. do that. Yeah. Because if something, but also something tells me if she doesn't want to be beholden to some long neck dudes on a water planet, he's not going to be. Exactly. It's true. Um, but. Who knows? So uh, it's an open question as to who the hell this kid is. And I think that's going to be our next mystery. I like your theory about the Omega, Caitlin. Mm-hmm. We know this, uh, Star Wars has alphas. And 
according to some fan fan sites, you know, it's certainly got a lot of betas. Um, but uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Another wow. theory that that I saw, and I thought this was interesting. And this, you guys, you guys are gonna hate this. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you're gonna oh, no. hate the crap out of this theory. But um, that this was this kid is wait for it. A Palpatine clone. No, no. Is no. an early is an early attempt. We know no. that Sheev has had a long. No, <laughs> no, we know, we know. He's it's like my father. No, we know it's we know the Palpatine yeah. Sheev Palpatine Sheev yeah. Anderson Dawes Palpatine has lo- had a long standing interest in cloning. So maybe this kid is a very very early link. In the cloning chain, I'm not saying that I think that. I'm just saying well, that so, it sounds like a captain's think- corner segment, Brian. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Matt, your senses are right. It sounds like a heap of shit. Is what That's it sounds what it like. Sounds like. It's, yeah. Not saying just, the captain's corner know is that. I'm, I'm I don't saying. even have to ask if yeah. I think you're on board with this theory. I'm just guessing. I love it. Yeah. Okay. The, <laughs> okay, that's one. Matt loves it. Caitlin, you're on board too. I can tell by the look of death you're shooting at me. That, oh man. That that's a, that's a no. That's a no from you, dog. Yeah, I'm going to go with no today. Okay. That's yeah. a, that's, that's a no from Caitlin dog. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dog. Um, the, the, the sheave clone is not going to, uh, LA, wherever the hell they go. <laughs> okay. We already talked about this. We already talked about that. Does Tarkin Boo cares about that? I have a thought. Okay. Yeah. 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 What's your thought, Matt? So I have a thought here. Uh, I think, um, that this all the footage we saw in this trailer is the first episode. This is the first 70 minutes. So this character yeah. might not even be in the whole show. I mean, they yep. did that with Mando season two. They did that with the cl- the yep. most recent ep- season of the Clone Wars. Like, I, yeah. I agree with you. This fully. is the trailer for the pilot for the movie. And I she's not that's... in it for the long haul. I think this character, I hope that this character stays around because I love the idea of yeah. this, this like tough group of like soldiers having to take care of this child who actually probably yeah. ends up saving their butt more often. Yeah, than... it's almost like three men and a baby, like five men and a baby. You know, that's literally yeah. what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. what I want. Yeah, that's, that's all I, I want. Okay, this is all I want. Bad batch to be yeah. is is five men and a and a kid. <laughs> so I so this it. is this is a question because first that's interesting, Matt, because I agree with you completely that I think everything in this trailer and that we've seen is from the first episode, yep. and I think they're saving everything juicy. Yeah, like if we have like here's another tie in or something. Here's another oh, yeah. legacy character oh, and stuff yeah. like that. I think they're saving all that. They've become very good at that. Wrecker's going to be surfing on the Millennium Falcon by the end of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not like in the Mando season two trailer. They're like, "Here's Luke." They're like, "Here's a boat." Which, by the way, Matt, I'm sorry, there's no boat. Not yet. No not yet. Not, 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 not yet. yet. But okay. here's a question. Here's a question. If Caitlin, now you said you want the whole show to be them taking care of of, of Omega. This kid. not necessarily taking care of, but I want this kid to be around for a while. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like a main, a main cast member. Yes. Do you guys yeah. think this show will be serialized in terms of one arc with the batch of story overriding the whole season? Or will each week be a different adventure with the batch and possibly this kid? I personally would like to see them go to kind of a weekly adventure thing. Overarching story. But I don't think we need to be like so episodic, um, mm. you know, unless they... They take on the Clone Wars format uh, where they do like these three episode arcs, you know, that might be more in their style. But I don't know. I'm kind of excited just to see them like go off and 
have a lot of zany adventures, you know, have adventures. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a good way to put it. Man. I think um, if as long if you keep to like the Mandalorian season two kind of thing where there is an adventure of the week, there's yeah. a monster of the week. But yep. the overall arching plot here is to get Grogu to right. a Jedi. Yeah. Yep. So now it's yep. get this kid to a Jedi. Yeah. Or or, you know, get Omega to, um, you know, whatever. To the to the Will's planet, <laughs> sure. Kashyyyk. We, we don't know. Right. Yeah, yeah, get, get this kid to get this kid to Kashyyyk. Stop. Right now, it's, we we don't know. Now, now, Matt, this is interesting in terms of how many episodes we're gonna have. Yeah, I, I don't think we know for certain, but you kind of had a cracked it based on when Loki's coming out. Yeah, because I think if you just kind of like nestle these up together, you know, yeah. they usually just ride right into each other, and I think that puts it at how many episodes? I don't know. It was your yeah? Thing. So yeah. we put it in the computer. That's like six episodes. Yeah, I'm six sorry. episodes, what, computer. You put it in the computer and what? <laughs> it went. Yep, six episodes. Like, you sound like Grimace on a bender. <laughs> or you sound like that episode of SpongeBob uh, where they have the con- the magic conch and they pray to it and they go. Hey. Exactly. That's exactly it. You know who's on SpongeBob and in the Clone Wars? Who's that? Clancy Brown. Money sweeter than honey. Money, money, this money, money. That profit will make me wallet fat. Yeah, man. Uh, he's Mr. Krabs, yeah, and he's right. also savage. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, talk about, no, talk we, about a freaking so We don't talk about that crossover enough. Exactly. <laughs> about the wonder that is Clancy Brown? Yes. We don't talk about him enough. We could do a whole podcast <laughs> just him. Wonderful. Oh, I know. Talk about a yeah. dream guest, Mr. Clancy Brown. Open please invitation, sir. Yeah. Open invitation. Just talk to me. Please st- <laughs> resume talking to me. We used to talk every week. So, Matt, you, you guys really don't think there's a world, there's a, not a world, where Disney is, 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 has the bloody cheek to put Loki and Bad Batch no. on at the same why, time? Why? They, have, they have no reason to. Because like they well, just continue Falcon and Winter Soldier and Mighty Ducks on at the same time. <laughs> oh, different, honey. different. Although that oh, is honey. Going, oh, yeah. honey, did you just oh, honey, me? I I'm did. sorry, but ducks fly together. Listen, there's a certain age group that is eating up the the double whammy that is Mighty Ducks and Falcon. And but, not to mention, if you look at the to get like some of the us are blockbuster it. franchising of yes. Marvel and Star Wars. Yes. They are never in a million years going to cross those. No. They are going to drop at the same time on a Friday. Yeah. Kind of thing. Right. And they I, will not cross over. I was I was just I, I I think you're probably right. I was just wondering. It's like weirder things have happened. It's like, but that's true. It's you don't release let's say it was a movie theater, you don't release your Marvel movie and your Star Wars. You just Wars don't need to just don't need to. Weekend. I think if this yeah. was a live action show, they wouldn't do that. But because it's animated, I'd say there's at least a slight I think, possibility. I think at this point, though, Disney very much treats their after like seeing how they treated the the seventh season of Clone Wars. Oh yeah, like the yep. the uh, level of respect that they give that in yes. terms of treating it like a live action thing. It's it's the same level yeah, for them at this that point. That is dead on. Yeah. Matt, wildest th- we're gonna end with this. Wildest theory about the bad batch, Matt. Matt Romano. Nathaniel Romano, I know you have one. Hit me with it. Grogu. They saved Grogu from the Jedi Temple. Ooh. S- 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 sounds like Sounds like something we've talked about before. Yeah, it's easy. Ooh. Sounds like, sounds <laughs> so like I that, yeah, I didn't have like, a really good one. No, I got sounds, one. I sounds, got sounds one. Sounds like something that I came up with. <laughs> Caitlin and Bush, your craziest theory. Go- That's not that wild. We've talked anyway. Caitlin Bush, yeah. go. That this child, Omega, is the secret love child of Obi-Wan Kenobi and Satine. 
Oh, oh, I love the Satine connection. Crazy. Hey. It has been pointed out. Maz Kanata stops by and serves them a drink. No, uh, no, no okay. you had your chance, <laughs> Lieutenant. <laughs> sit down. I'm going to give you the old Carter Burke alien okay. sit down. All you right, had your right. chance. Damn. You reiterated a theory we had already done. Well, that's going to do it for a rundown of the trailer of Star Wars, The Bad Batch. With that, we're going to go to break, but we're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Don't turn us off. We're back, and now it's time for some galactic points of interest. Good news has come to the citizens of Lothal. Book news. We got some big book news. You guys ready for some book news? Ah, I love books. Here we come. Book news (laughs) coming April 6th, 2021 is a book called Star Wars Skywalker, A Family at War by Kristen Baver. And it is a biography of the entire Skywalker dynasty from beginning to end. From peak. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, from prequel to sequel, this book is something of a historical account, and it, as the official description reads, explores and explains the deeper, more personal story of the Skywalkers, their characters, motivations, and, against seemingly impossible odds, their ultimate triumph. Again, this comes out April 6th, and it's really, it's like, okay, it seems to me the kind of book where this is little factoid is debated in canon, this book's going to be like, not anymore. No, by the this way, is this is. is... Yeah. So they're going to come out of this with and we're, with a definitive chosen one. That's what's going to happen here. I don't I think mean... I don't think yeah. I don't think that's, that's changed. I think okay. it's it's the chosen one was the chosen one. And then there was Ray just did it again. OK. And there was some stuff <laughs> okay. in between. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, we knew one, two, skip a few. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> okay, 100. I don't, sure. I don't know. <laughs> come I on. You're the this. ancient Jedi. Anyway. You know? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, disgraced. Let's remember <laughs> that. Anyway, August 6th. It's going to be one to look out for. And it's really It's written like a historical text from what I understand. So it's something you might see somebody in buying within the star wars galaxy see i love that it's like a yeah it's, like, it's like a, yeah. a plain paperback yeah <laughs> you know, they, they like, pop into the walden like, books on coruscant and it's like oh yeah, right. Right. it's like oh wow yeah. kristen baber actually signed this one wow she just keeps doing that uh but also we we've got some news an audiobook audio drama news announced for this fall is an audio drama based in the high republic prosperity pioneering and adventure marked the era of the High Republic. You thought I was done? Not even close. Never. Coming from the insanely prolific Kevin Scott, who also wrote the audio drama Dooku Jedi Lost. So yeah. this installment in the High Republic is called Tempest Runner and will focus on the Nile character Lorna D, who calls her ship the Lorna D. <laughs> I, I, I see. I like that. Love it. You know, I that's canon. 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 Fire. <laughs> Kevin Scott, aside from writing the ongoing High Republic Marvel comic, is also the author of the next High Republic book release called The Rising Storm. So all of that, in addition to this, does he sleep? Hopefully, we'll get to ask him someday. Because I'm thinking no. But wow, he just he's so prolific and he just gets it done. And no shortage of ideas. Must be nice, must be nice, <laughs> must be nice to be Kevin Scott. I'm sure there are downsides, too. Hopefully, someday he'll tell us. As we already said, by the time you're listening to this podcast, you'll have a bunch of new Star Wars titles to explore on Disney+, Plus, including the animated Ewok show, both Ewoks TV movies, and more. 
But Gendy Tartakovsky's Clone Wars micro series is there as well. And we want to point out some points of interest in terms of this series. General Kenobi, we are in position. I'm on my way. Star Wars, the Clone Wars. No, actually, there's no the. That's there's how you no. Can differentiate. It's just Star yeah. Wars, like, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. It's, yeah. it's like Facebook. It's just cl- yep. Star Wars, Clone Wars. <laughs> the, it's the, cleaner. It's yeah, cleaner. It's, it's, it's cleaner. <laughs> it's cleaner that way. Drop the the. Just Facebook. It's cleaner. Actors who are the same here as they are in the Clone Wars show that we already know. We have James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan. Corey Burton as Count Dooku, Terrence Carson as Mace Windu, Tom Kane as Yoda, there is no narrator, and of course, Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Some other interesting additions here in this show, John DiMaggio, who we all know and love from Adventure Time and Futurama and a million other things. Mm. Love John. Oh, yeah, Bender. John John DiMaggio, right? B-E-N-D-E-R, Bender. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him at a a Comic-Con once and he did a whole talk. He just. He it's has this documentary man. called I Know That Voice. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen that? Yes. And yep. it's all of the, the big voice. I, I, I think it's streaming on multiple things. Check it out if you haven't. Anyway. It's wonderful. I'm just going to go on a whole rant about how much I love John DiMaggio. But he go is on it. the show as General Grievous, which is interesting. Um, another actor I could go off on a whole love rant about is Cree Summer, who appears in the show as Luminara Unduli. Neither would play those roles on the show to come. So here's the big thing. Is the show canon or is it not? Mm-hmm. Thing is, it kind of doesn't matter. It's like, no, but it doesn't matter. And uh, it's parts kind of, of it are like, kind of like it, assumed. Yeah. yeah. It, it just doesn't fit. Especially if you consider the clone, the, the clone war show that would come after definitive canon, mm-hmm. this just doesn't really fit in it. You could do some mental gymnastics to kind of, Force it. Now, yeah, but, this, this feels like Legends material. Like, it's not official yeah. canon, but, like, it's it's stuff that you've heard of the galaxy. Like, somebody's it's like, you know. it's fun to know. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. And ultimately, if you watch this and you have fun watching it, and, and, and I always do. I've watched the whole thing yeah. many times. And I, I've had it. I bought them on DVD when they first came out. Yeah. Yep, it's been 84 years. <laughs> but I, I watch them all the time. And they're so much fun. Yeah. So if you watch them and enjoy them, who cares if it's canon or not? It was it was. Dis- Designed originally by George Lucas as a micro series to be a test to see if people would go for something like this, to go for animated Star Wars, because mm-hmm. this is, uh, you know, since droids and Ewoks. He was, he was a little worried, was, you know, he wasn't ready yeah. to jump back in yet. Just, he was yeah. a little and he said, blaster he said, shot. He said, Gindy. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, People uh, can, like can what you you're doing with like it? Samurai Jack. Yeah. And, Samurai like, Jack this is a pretty good show. I, I, so I like the lava demon that it fights. Yeah. So I like that. I like who's your villain in that. The guy with the big horns. Yeah. I like it. Exactly. Season one um, of the, of Clone Wars is snippets featuring different characters each time. Season two is more of an overarching thing, continuing into the next, featuring on the kidnapping of Chancellor Palpatine. Faker. While there are some things in here that are only seen in this little series, there are major points of incongruity, as I said, that just don't mix. A big one is that there's no Rex and there's no Ahsoka. There is a proto Rex in Mm. this. There are some arc troopers that are kind of, well, here's what where Rex comes from. Yeah. But Rex, the character is not here. The bigger one is there's no Ahsoka. And at the end of the series, Obi-Wan and Anakin go fly off to rescue the chancellor. And Ahsoka hadn't even been created yet. Right. He's so like, it was over. The Clone Wars count, are over. Yeah. 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 If you're counting the Clone Wars season seven mm-hmm. as, as huge canon, it's 
completely diametrically opposed with this. Again, doesn't matter. Um, yeah. As we've come to learn, the galaxy far, far away is massive, and there would be various takes on different legends, and there's some really great stuff in this series in terms so in terms of all that, who cares? Watch what you like and go with it. So big, big, big points of interest. I'm going to put a spoiler klaxon in here in case, again, it might not be Canada or not, but you might want to might not want to know about this. So we'll sound the sound of spoiler klaxon for Gendy Tartakovsky's series in case the details that you want to be surprised by. Woo woo. Caitlin and Bush, why not? We'll say it again. What is there? There is a clear order in which you should watch Gendy Tartakovsky's Star Wars Clone Wars and then listen to our podcast. Thank you, Caitlin and Bush. Um, so first off, we have hugely overpowered Jedi. Yeah. In this show, they are oh, yeah. incredibly, incredibly they're, like, they're, they're wizards, basically. Yeah, they're wizards and you can't touch them or hit them. And there's just no beating them Yeah. until. But this is probably best exemplified in the Mace Windu short in season one, where Mace takes down a droid army all by himself. Mm-hmm. And not just a droid, like a droid army. This yeah. is like they're 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 going to fight him and then they're on their way to the Pelinar fields. That's how big this army is. And at one point he uses his lightsaber and he just uses the force to take every bolt and screw out of a droid in one move. Right, cuz that's a thing that Jedi normally do. Right. And so in future things when you see a couple droids holding a Jedi at gunpoint and and they get, they put their hands up and they're like we surrender is like yeah, but what? Mace took down. It's it's just it's a little. They're very overpowered. Speaking of overpowered, <laughs> this is the first appearance anywhere ever of General Grievous. You are surrounded. Your army is decimated. Make peace with the boss now. He yeah. appeared here in this season one before Revenge of the Sith, and here <laughs> he's this overpowered death machine. Yeah, seriously frightening, and even his magna guards are almost unstoppable. Now, yeah. he's fighting at one point like four or five Jedi at once, and they're not touching him. No. They're yeah. not getting anywhere close. And he doesn't cough in this either. He's not the coughing coward no. until at the very end of the whole series, Mace pulls a force grab on him, crushes him a little bit, and he has his cough. So for a while, that's where we thought the cough came from. Yeah. Cut to Revenge of the Sith. This version of Grievous, if we're expecting this, this overpowered Badass Grievous is not at all. It's a little pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a little bit. It's like time to abandon ship. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's it's like very different, very enjoyable. And yeah. but he's more of a in, in Revenge of the Sith. He's more like the proto Vader that doesn't quite work. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, and he's it, like it he's a pawn. He's like the he's a droid. That's pawn. really what he's he like is. The smartest yeah. of the droids, but like proxy he's, a you know, pawn. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I think if they this is version is very cool. But if they had this in the mix, there would be he could probably no, it'd be a different the movie. They really couldn't have him yeah. be that powerful in Revenge of the Sith because we didn't have the yeah. time. You know, we had the I tell you who, the whose ass gets movie. handed to them in this show is Kiari Mundique. Yeah. You must love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. we had it come and ruined my life. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. this is also the show's the first time we see Asajj Ventress in action. Mm-hmm. Her yeah. meeting with Dooku on the planet Rat Attack has since become part of actual canon thanks to we were just talking about this. Kevin Stout's uh, the audio drama Dooku Jedi Lost. What a great they character. Use, yeah, a little bit of that. But this was really the first time we're seeing this and her meeting Dooku and getting her red sabers. And obviously the character plays a big part in the later Clone Wars show, her saber design and the design of her ship. 
both started here. They're the same. But there are elements here that we don't see anywhere else, because this is the first time the heroes meet her, specifically Anakin. Mm -hmm. And Anakin has this duel with her on Yavin. And this is how, and he barely, like, it's a fight. Like, they're... Mm formidable she's yeah. she's very I, I would argue in comparison to how you see her in the clone wars later on she's also overpowered here yeah 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 and, and anakin can barely keep up with her and it turns out he barely he gets his shirt torn off during this tool which uh, is which oh is, yeah he does very yeah. samurai jack though <laughs> yeah, very absolutely like, he finally takes her up by, by force lifting one of her red lightsabers. So it's very creepy to see Anakin with a red lightsaber yeah, yeah, in this. Yeah. And this is also how during this duel is how he gets his scar on his eye, That's which right. we never see that happen anywhere else. Also in this series, we see Anakin find, we've talked about this on, on some podcast before. I don't know which one. Um, I don't know. I don't care. But uh, anyway, we see Anakin finally move from Padawan to Jedi Knight. We mm -hmm. see the ceremony by the right of the council, by the will of the force, and Yoda swiping his saber after the move to cut off the little Padawan yeah. raid. By the right of the council, by the will of the force, dub the I do, Jedi. Knight of the Republic. Yep. The whole ceremony. The rat tails. Yeah, cut... Farewell, Rat Tail. If there was a pair nearby, it sliced that for him, too. <laughs> now, in the series to come, Asajj is obviously... It, the, we start the, the Clone Wars, the, the, the series that we know and love, the, seven, the movie in seven seasons. Asajj is already established. They go back a little bit during her arc and talk a little bit about her history, but she's already known. Grievous already has the cough at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Anakin already has the scar and is already a knight ready to take a Padawan. And we're far, far away from the Chancellor being kidnapped. So theoretically, you could watch the first season of this and then just the knighting in season two and then watch all of the other Clone Wars and it, it kind, kind of works. Of well, the, the, the crazy part, a way to think about it too, is like this was meant to be uh, like a prequel almost or between for Revenge of the Sith. So it's like yeah. at the yeah. time it was really meant to be and a lot of movies were doing this. Like the Matrix did it too with like the Animatrix. Yeah. Like they're trying to fill in I story. I love the Animatrix. Oh man, um, I love that's the good. But if you think about it in just the context of the movies, like if you can kind of like not think about the, the, the other Clone Wars series it's it's very interesting because like this is all like canonical at the time in the movies. This yeah. is what George was thinking was happening. You know, it, yeah. it's 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 that's very interesting. That's an interesting point, Matt, because it was so good at the time, and we didn't know the other show was coming. Right. So to the point when they announced that there was a Clone Wars show coming, I was like, "What do you mean? We just got one. It was yeah. great. We don't need this again." And yep. that's why I was so kind of disinterested in two thousand eight with the idea of Clone Wars because I loved this one. Yeah. Oh, did I, yeah, could they I just foresee that however many years yeah. later we'd be on a yep. podcast talking about a spinoff <laughs> of this thing featuring five clones that are Ninja Turtles? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? One other thing. Yeah. One other thing we see in here, we see C-3PO gets his gold, gets his gold plating and it's revealed yeah. in a, a really king. and some sexy saxophone music plays. Yeah. And he sure. like throws off and he has this sexy pose. It's like, eh, it's sure. If you wish. Impressive. Most impressive. 
Yes, I brought the fancy to myself. It's it's kind of Anthony Daniels had his moment. Is really yeah. Listen, listen. You 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 drape yourself in gold and see how you feel. How you want to act? Yeah. See how you feel sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always feel sexy, but I Matt on Matt has his velvet weekends where he just drapes himself. The velvet weekend. Yeah. Um, now those are the big elements. Really, it's an action extravaganza, and it comes in short bursts, and it's really enjoyable. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride, everybody. And now, buckle up, buckaroos. I know he hates this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Finger on the pulse. Uh, hey, you started it, Monk Epitaph. It's good. No, I like it. No, I do I like it. I like it. I love it. Flying V, <laughs> Captain's Corner. I haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's a short hey this week. Hey, how's everybody hey, doing? Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, how's everybody Welcome doing? Ah, oh, it's good to be here. Did you guys recognize the theme? Anyway, hey everybody, welcome to the Captain's Corner. It is a beautiful day in the corner, and you know how I know? There's windows. I can see. We can see. It's beautiful, Brian. Thank you. It smells you're green you're here. It's a gift. You know, and I you've feel... also on your on your your computer, mm, you've got Windows ninety five. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Windows ninety five. My computer. With that green, rolling yeah. green. Wow, will stir me up. I'm very excited for that. Skippy thank is you. very I, happy right now. Listen I, to him. I, I, per. Took, I took the liberty, <laughs> oh, sir. Skippy, thank you. Wow, all, all full of surprise today. Well, anyway, why am I uh, singing the the baseball song? You know, take me out to the ball game. Tell us, man. Excellent question. It's springtime, guys. Do you like springtime? I love springtime. Love For springtime. Hitler and Germany. <laughs> not, not where I was going, but also yep. uh, uh, things that happen in springtime. Uh, baseball. It's baseball season. You know? I love baseball Do you season. love baseball, Kayla? I'm a I big baseball fan. I love baseball. You and I have talked about this a lot, Matt. We're both we big do. baseball fans. Big baseball fans. And, and Kayla, yep. what's your favorite team? I'm from Kansas City, man. I love the Royals. Ah, the Royals. I've loved the Royals my entire damn life. (laughs) Well, everyone's probably going to hate me. I don't know. Hate me for mine, but I'm a a Yankee fan. I'm a New York Yankee fan. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I love Yankees. The evil empire, baby. That's right. Matt and I used to bicker about this actually quite a bit. A lot, a lot. But we respect each other. We do. We're friends. We can still be friends. We can get along. We can still like teams and get along. But no, real quick though, uh, for baseball, which is uh, if you guys have ever been, have you ever been to a Star Wars night at a at a major league baseball I game? Have. Or, no, no, I, I have. hear they're cool. I hear they're cool, and they give like Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. they're really fun, super fun. Like they 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 you know they they for some it's all different depending what team you you know you see a Star yeah. Wars night at. But like some people change their uniforms, they give out like giveaways like bobbleheads. Like I have an Aaron Judge bobblehead uh with yeah. a jedi you know with a we always had the bobbleheads and they would play like some of the music and the stadium yeah. like yeah. yeah and sometimes they have like the 501st the empire saber guild and all those they'll do parades well exactly and, and it's interesting you say that because this tradition really started with uh with the 501st in fact when i was kind of digging Thanks. into this um star wars nights kind of go back to the minor leagues and back in 2006 in grand rapids michigan there was a television reporter named brent ashcroft who uh, reached out to Mickey Graham, who was head of promotions with the West Michigan Whitecaps, a single-A affiliate of the yeah. Detroit Tigers. And it sounds like a hate group. <laughs> I guess so. but Not the best name. But, yeah, not the best name, but Whitecaps, I guess, because of the lakes, right? I'm right. Okay. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Right. It just does. Right. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, Ashcroft was a member of the 501st Legion and had the idea 
of like going to the game and doing a big promotion, um, you know, at at a, a Whitecaps game. It's fun. And he brought 40 plus members of the 501st Legion with them. They roamed around. Everybody loved it. And then boom, like Star Wars nights at ballparks are born. And it's got it's gotten so far that Lucasfilm actually has like a toolkit that they give teams for free. And they just for say the M- go for at the MLB, it. especially. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the MLB. And then they also do it for the NHL, the NBA. But super fun. If you ever have a chance to check out a Star Wars night at, at a baseball game, it's great. If anything, I think they should do more. They should just like, you know, give them lightsabers well, yeah. instead of bats I mean, and guns well, how, and all that stuff. How, and, and also, and also <laughs> yeah. how many now do, do they do? They do It's like during this game, they'll show this trailer. That happens all the time. Now. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's the first time to see this trailer if you during watch this sports, game. Yeah. And it's not, and people are like, oh, who likes the same thing? On the tell, on I mean, the tell, on TV, granted, yeah. not yeah. in the stadium, yeah, yeah. but like during a game. On- but this isn't news to either one of you because you're obviously both fans. Yeah. It's, it's, th- yeah. there are people would think it's like, oh, if you either like Star Wars or you like sports, never the two shall meet. That's just incredibly not true. I know so many people that have huge passion for both. We have listeners, I know to this very podcast, that love Star Wars and love sports. Yeah, well, that's it's, the thing. I am a nerd it's, about it's both an, things. Yeah, you can be yeah, a nerd about both things. Yeah. Yeah, like it, it's not, it, it's, you know, yeah. Well, and they usually go one and one in the same because you have passionate fan bases on both sides. You're rooting for teams, you statistics, players, you endless knowledge. And it's all kind yeah. of, even though the baseball players are real, you know, those players is just as real as someone in Star Wars. It's the you don't know them, you know, <laughs> of the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's just with Star Wars, there's there's less opportunity for biscuits with the boss. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, right, anyway, that, but anyway, exactly. so that, but we got it. But then it got me thinking. All the sports guys, sports, baseball, sports. sports now, where's the crossover? Crossover in sports in Star Wars. Sports in Star Wars. They're the members <laughs> of the All American League. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So anyway, it got me thinking. What other what sports do we have in Star Wars? So let's talk real quick. I just let's run down some of the. The sports that are enjoyed in a galaxy far, far away. We're going to go through them pretty quickly. So let's start the obvious. Pod racing. You know, we all know pod racing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're one of the best sports in the galaxy. A local boy. Yeah, and everybody knows about pod racing and, like, the Boonta Eve classic. Like, that's probably the biggest of of the pod races out on Tatooine, which we saw young Anakin Skywalker win back in Phantom Menace. So, like, we're very familiar with pod racing. We all get that. Pretty familiar. Yeah, pretty familiar. But they have uh, pod, you, know, you know, Matt, they have pod racing on Malister. They very do. Very fast. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. Caitlin, you want to know something else about pod racing? I'm the only human who could do it. Okay, yeah, that's congratulations. Great. That's great. Anyway. Moving on. Right. You guys might not know this, but, uh, you know, pod racing over time, actually, when, like, the, the Empire took over... Uh, they actually outlawed it because they uh, they they deemed it too dangerous. In fact, we talked about this a, a while back in the show. But you guys, remember Rats Tyrell? Yeah, you know he's the guy that dies and he goes and he, and yeah. he dies. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, his son Dylan uh, Tyrell, uh, he's the eldest son uh, of of this deceased pod racer, and he actually sued. Uh, like the pod racing, and it had the whole thing taken down. So his body washed up on the river the next day. I want an entire show that's just lawyers in in Star Wars. Me too. Give me the rats, Tyrell. <laughs> Tyrell story, you know, because it's give fascinating. Me sports law- give me sports lawyers. You could lawyers. do a Star sports Wars lawyer. Law and Order so easy because you already exactly. have Tandivo in terms of the law. <laughs> so, so, there so, you go. Oh my God. so there you go. But anyway, I could talk about this all day. But then the economics of pod racing it turned into swoop racing, so more humans could participate, of course, and it, of course. it you know became. A whole thing and that's Enf- Enfys Nest rides the swoops 
Yeah, those are the swoops. And, and yeah. there's there's actually tales of a young Dengar uh, writing swoops, who I know some of our yeah, fans you hear that? Like David, that. Dengar. Like that. David Dengar. He said it. He wrote, he writes swoops. Then uh, young Han Solo, he supposedly was in some illegal swoop races. But anyway, but anyway, totally, that's totally. the obvious stuff in Star Wars racing. Of course, they're going to race. Uh, oh. yeah. There's the, 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 the Cloud City Grand Prix. Remember those uh, the iconic cloud cars? You know, the two, yeah. you know, the two, the two, the they paint yeah. them all up and they race them. It's really fun. Um, but Gorgeous. let's get to the, the, my favorites. Okay. Uh, I mean, blow my mind here, Matt. Here we go. Cause I've heard about Here's this stuff. Here's two familiar. of my favorites, two of my favorites. The first being Nuna Ball. You guys know Nuna Ball? Okay. So Nuna Ball. No, you guys know Nuna Ball? You know Ball? <laughs> so in uh, Attack of the Clones, you know, when they go into the club, the out, uh, uh, the, uh, the outer, yeah. Yeah, it looks like yeah. soccer. It kind of looks like robot, soccer. Yeah. Droids, you know, picking around. Yeah, but yep. it's not a it's not a soccer ball at all. In fact, it's a Nuna. And if you guys remember, we talked about this a while ago. When we about we talked about eggs in Star Wars. Uh, but the Nuna is like a <gasps> yeah. big like fat bird. And really, what this yep. sport involves is you have two teams made up entirely of droids, and then one Nuna, which acts as the ball. And it's the idea is that the droids kind of like piss off the Nuna, so it puffs up, and then they like kick it into a goal. It's like a puffer fish. Exactly. I yep. love this, that. That sounds, this sport sounds so wrong for so many reasons. It sounds like animal abuse, first Android of all. Android abuse. But like, yeah. Android, Android abuse. abuse. And when you score a goal, the announcer goes, Nuna! I don't know. Isn't that amazing? Can I ask what, the, what, what this is from, what that's from? So anyway, I read that online. It's my research and it's it's always true. The next the uh, uh, sport uh, that I'm going to call uh, out here uh, is... <laughs> Probably my favorite. I was just just curious because if there was video, I'd want to watch it. What's the next next one? one Is a shock ball. Okay, so this one is actually the last one because I just think this is hilarious. So shock ball is uh, you have two teams, and basically what it is, it's like it's like dodgeball, but you have like electrically charged orbs where you run up to the person and you uh, you render them unconscious, and the team that wins is whoever has anybody standing at the end of the time allotted for the game. Sounds like something that I would join. Yeah, quarantine. yeah, yeah. You can play one on one with like a roommate that you've been stuck inside with. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, that's good. a Star Wars thing. I've been doing that for this whole year. <laughs> really? Does that sound right? Like it just with sounds just like a, something a that I would my bring me some yeah, yeah. feelings. There's a lot of ways to play quarantine. shock ball illegally. I'll tell that's you what that. they say. That's what they say. Well, anyway, buy me some peanuts and noodles and shock balls and all that good stuff. Have a happy opening day, everybody. That's sports and Star Wars. We'll talk about it again someday. Until next time. Goodbye. Hear that call. <laughs> The time has come to play. No one's going to join in the harmony. That's well, fine. I was waiting to come in, in the court. We are the members, members of the All American League. We go to the Is that good? Got Canadians. Okay, Brian, we're going to move on to this one. I was enjoying myself. Thank you. Okay, I'll turn it over to the Jedi Master for our next segment. This is Obi Wan Kenobi, and now it's time for Caitlin's. Word of the week. The word of the week is shockball. Good job, Caitlin. She seems to be on top of things. Shockball. There you go. You know why that's a good word, Caitlin? Because it's relevant to the conversation we just had. It's, it's relevant to the conversation that we just had. Yeah, yeah. Best <laughs> word of the week that we yeah, have right? ever had. It goes from <laughs> cities. All right. That's going to take us to real talk. I'm looking forward to having some real talk. With some real folks. Want to give a hello to Chris Prout, 
who has created what looks like 3D printed relief images of our logo, some with things that we say on the show. And these look really cool. To answer your question, sir, we don't have a P.O. box, but we'll DM you and work something out. These look really cool. And we just... They're amazing. Thank you you for thinking of us and doing that. I'm assuming that they were done with a 3D printer, either that or... Either which way, I'm you're jealous. a talented sculptor and a talented guy. I so, love 3D yeah. printing. Yes. I, I used I used to have one. Big I was going to say, I love this. Uh, Matt, I'm surprised that you yeah. don't have one in your house yeah. now. You Bitch. know, uh, mine broke. Mine broke. Um, Matt broke his 3D printer. <laughs> Shock ball. I am not. So thank you for this. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for this, Ma- Matt. I won't I'm tell sorry, you what I was trying to make. Yeah. Break it, having <laughs> a 3D printer and breaking it is the most Matt story ever. Listen, okay. It is. That's classic. You know, okay. That's like the premiere of your sitcom. I printed a lot of. The pr- that's that's yeah, okay. your butler pl- having your own butler plot line. Anyway, thanks for the awesome okay, print. A lot of people yeah. who listen to the old show are only now finding this one, which is great, over on Apple Podcasts. I, I want to mention G-D-G-E-N-S space R space D-I. I don't know how you pronounce that. I'm not going to try. Okay. Uh, they write, all in caps, I just found this. I love you all. Thank you. I'm a 15-year-old male, and I cried when Jabba the Pod died. I think I'm a cry again! Exclamation mark. So let it never be said that we can't relate to the youths of today. Youths! Hey, so we're not the only ones that cried. Youths! (laughs) Um, Youths! Thank you so much! Thank thank you, man. Thank you so much, sir. Many, many more very nice reviews and messages along the same line, and we're very, very thankful for each and every one of them. We cannot thank you enough. With that, we're going to go and do a weird 2D golden covering reveal, but join us next week for our season finale, where we'll be talking about the future of Star Wars. It is the future, you see. Everything we're looking forward to, theories, all of that stuff. And we will also be talking about the future of this podcast. Nothing. It's it's good. It's nothing. We have th- a future. Th- there is going to be no, one. No, no. Yeah. This right. is not like, <laughs> guess on. what? Canceled again. Yeah. It's, it's not that. Yeah. It's plans yeah. of what you can expect and things like that and everything else. We've learned a lot from this inaugural first season. We're going to share it with you as well, as well as, you know, what we're thinking, what we're going to be doing. Also, just maybe, will the mystery of the North Wing finally be revealed? Nobody cares. Whoa. But yes, I, yes, I it will. So. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Return of the Pod. You can also find us directly. Caitlin and Bush, you can be found where? I can be found at at Caitlin M. Bush. That is C-E-I-T-L-I-N-M. Bush like the beard, not like the presidents. Matt Baseball Romano, you can be found where? Hey, you can find me at at Matt Romano, M-A-T-T-R-O-M-A-N-O on Twitter. And I can be found in the trash, along with Matt's broken 3D printer, but also on hey, Twitter, right, Instagram, on. and TikTok, at Brian Silliman, that's at B-R-I-A-N-S as in Sky Guy, I-L-L-I-M-A-N. Stretch out with your feelings and share your thoughts. We love hearing from you. Subscribe, leave a comment, give five stars if you're feeling generous. Snoke them if you got them, take it, Sheevy. And remember, hope it's like the sun. If you only believe in it when you can see it, you'll never make it through the night. This is the way we have spoken. Many boats. The Force will be with you. Always be the spot. <laughs> <laughs>